You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. You're listening to Inside Real Estate, where we go deep into the minds of real estate professionals. Here are your hosts, Paul and Sal. Hi, Sal. Hello, Paul. How are you? I'm pretty good. How are yeah. you? Yeah. Yeah. You look good today. Thanks. That's good. So today we have a special guest in the uh, in the studio. We've got Neil Rule. He's uh, let me make sure I get this right. The director of broadcasting and media relations for Oakland University. Oh wow, you did some research. How about that's that? Im- that's impressive. <laughs> How about that? That is impressive. You like that? I do. What does that What does that mean? I, I don't know. I try to figure that out every day I walk in the office. No, it means I just I do all the play by play for ESPN and television, and everything at Oakland and. Handle the aspects of broadcasting, contract negotiation, those types of things. So that's, it's not it's not a lot different from your mm-hmm. guys's world. R- totally different. No, it's 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 relatively the same. Walk me through that. How is it the same? Well, contract negotiations, those types of things, getting people in a room together, trying to get a, a group of people to move towards a a, a common finality it, to get issues. I don't want to say issues or problems, but. You know, just get a common goal work towards a problem solver. Yeah. I could see that. Okay, that makes like sense. buying a house. Yeah, yeah it's not that. It's not Kinda, that different, right? and that, that's what I've learned. Like everybody says, you have a great job, which obviously I do, and you know, we get to call games at UCLA and North Carolina and Gonzaga and all these places. But um, in the end, jobs are jobs, man. It, you you right. still want to get it done with. You still want to get home. You know, you still want to do some post game activities. It's it's not that much different, man. It's just not. That's awesome. That's awesome. So everybody that that's listening, please go to like iTunes. Jessica, help me. Help me. Help me. Uh, SoundCloud, iTunes. Podcast Trait, Stitcher, all, all that podcasting stuff. places. Like wherever us. pod, wherever you get podcasts. Yes, that's yeah. where you go you'll, to you'll get inside real, estate. <laughs> yeah. inside real estate. Google exactly. Podcast. <laughs> Click subscribe, and it'll download right to your phone, and it'll be right there. You don't even have to go look for it. Anymore. Can we talk about a little funny story? Let's do it. Sal and and you actually know each other. We do. Mm-hmm. Can you tell the audience how you know each other? Yeah, sure. Uh, as a, as a matter of fact, and, and that's why it's great for me to be here on, on Inside Real Estate. Before I started my full time job at Oakland, yeah, I dabbled in the mortgage industry and, mm-hmm. and worked with Sal at Quicken Loans. We worked together. Uh, I worked under Tom Lauer, as a matter of Tom's fact. Tom's a good friend of mine. Stood yeah, up my he is, which, yeah. which we'll talk about yeah. in a little bit. For Spe- sure. Speaking of Oakland University, we have some news with Tom Lauer in the real estate world, but. Sal and I worked together at Quicken Loans for a little bit, and even before that, my family owned a pizzeria. And you know how, like, when you work in high school and everything like that, you work you work at a fast food yeah. place or you work at a store or whatever like that. Yeah. So I was working there with with my family as I was trying to get my broadcast business, uh, my broadcasting career going. And in order to stay flexible enough to be able to travel and, and do games and all that stuff. I still had to pay bills. I still had a wife, still had kids. You, you sure didn't pay the bills right off the bat. No, right? no, yeah. absolutely You got to grind. No, I, everyone sees you on TV and think that's the way it you is. Made it. It was right. super easy. <laughs> yeah. you're, you're an overnight success. It took 12 years, you yeah. know, but that's but that's the way it goes. But yeah, Sal, Sal was a guy in high school. Uh, you know, he was there. I mean, we, we worked on the front lines on a Friday night rush at a pizza <laughs> oh, yeah. place. I mean, it, it goes back all the way to... I mean that's that's real life. That's real yeah. world. That's how you come and, up. You know, it's, it's funny because I always think of, you know... Uh, growing up, like what was a like? It seems like oh, you know, we worked at a pizzeria or whatever, but that was like real deal. Like we, everything was done like to a T, perfect always, yeah, right? And it absolutely. was a, a, well. A if I know Sal, if I know Sal, even in high school, I can't imagine what an asshole Sal was in high school. <laughs> so, but, but he must have been the biggest asshole uh, on the planet. But I know Sal has this pride of workmanship that that I don't think I don't think that like. 
that's something that's ingrained in him, regardless of what an asshole. You can't have a bad pizza. You know, (laughs) self prided in what he does. No, because let's be honest about it. We we talked about this even at the time when when we were younger. Is if you have a bad pizza, that's a wrap, man. There's plenty of different pizza places to go. Yeah, somebody has a bad experience, they're going to go somewhere else. You guys talked about that. Oh, absolutely. That's yeah. so funny because that has translated in Sal's world, even today in our in our business today. Sal's really like a driving force in a lot of stuff that we do in in the sense of quality. Like he is top-notch quality. And today, like we talk about this all the time, we can't have a bad mortgage. No. Because there's a lot of places to go There's a lot a of places to go get a mortgage, man. You got one shot at it, one mm-hmm. shot, one opportunity. So, you know, and I followed his, his, his career and his ascension through the mortgage industry and everything that he's been doing. I'm really proud of what Sal's been doing because I figure like, I figure we have a small part in that because you lay the foundation and then yeah. it builds upon it. And I, I'm really proud of what He's doing what you guys are doing, and uh, it, it's good to be a part. That's why when you ask, I, I come running down here to Roy Oak, the epicenter of the mortgage <laughs> world. It doesn't yeah. get any crazier you can, than You here. can feel the equity in the air here at Royal Oak. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of equity, although we've lost some over the past few months, but it is what it is. You know, there is one commonality between all of us, even, even though we have different industries, and we'll talk about this in a minute, but um, – to get to be good at what you do, I mean, it doesn't like you said, it doesn't happen overnight. No, you had to like really grind and really hone your skills. I mean, you don't just pop up and all of a sudden you're at you're at Oakland University announcing for a pretty national team now, right? Right. No, it it doesn't work like that. There's a lot of there's a lot of high school games that get called and lower level soccer games yeah. and all that stuff where where there's no information available and you have to find a way to mm-hmm. to get yourself set up and. You know, it's one of those situations where, again, it's just it's not different. It seems different, it feels mm-hmm. different, but it's it's just not different from everything else that happens, man. It, in this world, we're all doing the same thing. It's just another form of it. We're all at the yeah. crux of it all. We're all doing. I the mean, same essentially, thing. Yeah. every day you have to create opportunities, and then you have to execute. Absolutely, right? yeah. Like and and you someone... have to you have to do the right thing. You have to go about things the right way. You have to treat people the right way. And you guys have found this in your world is. The way you treat people is going to be the biggest indicator of how successful you are going forward. That's just mm-hmm. that's the way life is. That's a golden rule of life for a reason. Right. It's it's tough. It is in this world, though. To be to be fair, it's tough to be the good person because sometimes being the good person, like you lose a few, right? You do because you 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 value being a good human and doing good work over just like uh, you know cheating your way to the top. Absolutely, and that's what's been impressive about the ascension of of you and your guys' career is that this this can be an industry that sometimes gets a bad rap. And and, there, sure. and let's let's be real about yeah. it. There are people like that out there, yeah. especially in this business. There are right. So it, so it's it's tough when you come across <clears throat> someone that that wants to treat you the right way and wants to do things the right way because they want to be able to put their head on their pillow at night. And, and really, look, let's be real about it. There, there are people that are out there doing it, but you are the one that's that's got to go to bed at night. You're the one that's got to look mm-hmm. your wife in the eyes For at sure, home, dude. your kids well, in, the, in the eyes at home when you get home, and know that you did the right thing by someone. I right. appreciate that. That's nice. and even if you don't have you know wife, kids, and you got a couple fish in a tank, you want to make sure that they're being taken care of and fed well for the rest of their life. Absolutely, you want to get them the the colored fish flakes that are that kind of look kind of like fruity pebbles. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Where we go on that? What happened there? I don't have kids or a family. I have two kids. Yeah. I got no sleep last night. <laughs> By the way, just so everybody, I've got four hours of sleep. My house literally, like, you need a hazmat suit to go into it. There's like probably like everybody had the stomach flu over the weekend. Oh my! <laughs> uh, like the whole house is probably covered in feces. Like literally, it's 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 there's it's not good stuff. There's poop yeah, everywhere. I, I literally like I have a cleaning lady that comes every few weeks, and I literally gave her like an extra fifty bucks, and I'm like, you need to like 
bleach the whole house. Yeah. I feel bad for her because she's going to end up getting Not something. many of my close friends would like tell me the uh, the in and outs of the daily life of being a dad. You, I'm you, always like, man, you get your the kids play must play. be like messed up because no. they're always sick. Yeah. You're always like, man, my kid threw up. I got to go. <laughs> like, yeah, dude. <laughs> what? They're like petri yeah, dishes, dude. They put, yeah. I mean, they eat poop, I guarantee you. They've had poop in their mouth dude. at some point. Yeah. Well, it, it's a situation here for, for the Inside Real Estate Podcast. If any of those restoration companies are listening right now, you're in a partnership <laughs> with my man Paul here. We, we can make that work. I need to work. fumigate hey, my house. Man. Get at me. <laughs> yeah. I need to fumigate we'll my negotiate house. negotiate that. Get at me. So let's talk about the program, uh, Oakland University. So obviously, <laughs> like, I'll tell you what I know about them because, I, you know, just being removed, like, you know, not following it as much. I, there's a few things I do know. I know it's a it's a great program, and I know they've done really well over the years. They've 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 made it to the to the um the, the tournament a few times, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And they seem to compete well every year. They've got a good following. So talk to me. And, and Oakland University in itself, for those of you that don't know, it's a, it's a different type of university. It's not like here locally, a lot of people like go away to like Western and, and Central, but Oakland University is almost like in a in a in a neighborhood, right? It's almost like in a suburban type area where. It's a little atypical for a big university to be at. So tell me about your your program and how, you know how that's going. Uh, as far as the basketball program goes, you, you're right that we've been to the NCAA tournament three times since three 2005. Times, right? uh, 2000. It's just crazy for the size of the school, really. Yeah. Well, I mean, see, that's that's the thing too is is people don't realize. I mean, we're up over twenty thousand students now. I mean, we're, we're up. Really? In, yeah, we're wow. up in the central, western, that. you yeah. know, eastern uh, category now. Whoa, and, okay. And the, the the residential side of it is growing. I think there's just under four thousand students that live on campus now, and that's really an area that that Oakland's trying to target and really expand. So you can get that quote unquote true college, college experience, experience right? yeah. where you go away and you're on your own, and you know you're, you're doing all those types of things. But it, as far as the program goes, yeah, I mean Coach Campy's done a great job, and you know we're, dollar for dollar. I would say if you look at budgets, yeah, and and dollar for dollar achievement, I, I would say that we're we're the highest achievers in the state. If if you break it down, I mean, three of the last twelve NCAA tournaments, uh, we we took Texas down to the wire in two thousand eleven when they had Tristan Thompson and all those guys. We lost by uh, four points uh, right at the end. So, I mean, we're we're in a place where we've become kind of a, kind of a national brand. I. It's unique, and Coach Camp and I have talked about this before. I think we've almost done a better job marketing ourselves nationally than locally mm-hmm. because it, it boils down to all one thing. And I'm not being crazy or, or speaking roguely when I when I say this. I've talked about this with Coach Campy. We have to beat Michigan State. It's in, a big in, deal. In, yeah, yeah. In, in order in order to really galvanize everything locally, it comes down to we have to beat Michigan State at some point to put us on your radar. Permanently, you know the, mm-hmm. the common in our state, yeah. the common sports fan right. uh, radar. That that's what it's going to take. I mean, it, we can go to all the NCAA tournaments you want. If you don't like make a Sweet Sixteen run, the the one B of that is you have to beat Michigan State at some point. We have to do that. Coach Campy knows he wants to. I want us to do it. Obviously. Um, that's a big we, pro, we, we, by the way, we will by do the, it. By yeah. the way, we're talking about behemoth of a program. Yeah, right? mil- million dollar, you know, million multi million dollar budgets and and all the like, but it doesn't matter because mm-hmm. there's five guys out there on the court at the same time. Right. So, you know, and and I'm giving you coach speak and all that kind of stuff, but yeah. yeah, make no mistake, man, it's it's on everybody's radar. It's big, it's important, and I believe doing sports talk radio that I do in this town and, and having a bit of a pulse on the media and a bit of a pulse on the on the common sports fan. That's what it's going to take, that galvanizing moment mm-hmm. where, you know, we can beat Michigan State. Yeah, and, you know, you make the tournament, it's great, but it's almost like a blip. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Even in our world today, it's like, okay, well, that was cute. Yeah. You, 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 you were on like, your bracket for yeah. four days or yeah. five days or whatever, and I remember when we did play Texas, we were some people's you know, kind of sexy, kind of chic, upset pick. Yeah. And, 
we came close, but we didn't do it. And uh, they don't remember you when you come close. Right. Well, yeah, but but it, it is memorable, and it, it is something to speak. Of. I mean, just like for me, it was like, whoa, Oakland's in there. Like yeah. they're they're competing. Like I said, dollar for dollar. And again, you know, you guys work in a very bottom line industry. Yeah, uh, maximizing what you have, maximizing what you're able to take advantage of. We we've done that as good as anybody in the country. I'll put that up against anyone in the country. So we're kind of like the Oakland University of Mortgages. Yeah. Uh, there, there, you know what? There, there is, and, and I'm glad. I'm glad that you guys were able to to make that connection because that's we feel that yeah. we feel that mm-hmm. at Oakland that that we're we're up and coming, and, and our mm-hmm. our partners feel the same way. And and recently, speaking of real estate, you know, we partner with Real Team Real Estate, and yeah. Tom Lauer, yeah, and and we have a, a sponsorship deal worked out where I think he's going to be able to revolutionize the the real estate advertising business in what what he does. Nobody's ever done this before, right? We're, we're a real estate company t- is television-based advertising that's connected with sports, the last bastion of live TV, right? Yeah. Because we live in a DVR world now. Right. I mean, YouTube's everything. Yeah, yeah. You skip the commercials. You don't have the commercials. Right. Yeah. But sports, well, I can, I you, canceled, you have to. I canceled my uh, cable. And you cut the cord. I did. Yeah. I went to- oh, I got to uh, give you my logins, by the way. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. I know. But, you know, and then the other night I was like- Oh, nice. Monday Night Football, right? And it's like, nope. Shit. Yeah, no, <laughs> Not for you. I have nothing. Yeah. Well, you missed nothing, <laughs> I have by nothing, the way. Yeah, you I missed just, absolutely. I made food and went to sleep. But I'm just kind of glad I did. Sal Kuzmano was I'm the glad, winner. I'm that's glad scenario. you brought that up because <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to say this real quick, and nobody understands this as a, unless you're a Lions fan. Monday, This last Monday Night Football game was the single one of the single most demoralizing losses I think I've ever been a part of. I think, honestly, this last Monday night was worse than going 0-16. I really feel like that. It was horrendous. I mean, and look, a lot of a lot of my friends, and I'll be doing talk radio on Friday on eleven thirty AM WDFN in town, and, and during the morning here, the talk radio hosts like it though because it's plug and play. You just keep pushing the button, call or call or call. Oh what my god, yeah. what blows up? Yeah, as far as that goes, yeah, yeah, Valenti's loving it. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, it's a one topic show for four hours, right. and it never gets. Tell old. me how bad they are. Tell <laughs> me how much you're hurt. Yeah, it's like a therapy session for a thousand people, yeah. right? Right, but I, I think I, I honestly think it could be. You're never as bad as you look, and you're never as good as you look. Mm-hmm. No, we, they look bad, hope, and they look bad. No, but, dude, you're ne- but you're never that bad. Right. You know what was really bad? And, I, and it was, we're I mean, not they are a talk. professional sports team, right? So they are. There is some fabric of of talent inside of that that team, which may or may not come out in the next few games. May not, come. but it needs to. Yeah, bro, bro. When I watched the Jets fans all come down behind the bench and started dancing in our house. <laughs> That was grim, wasn't it? Could you imagine? <laughs> like, could you imagine? Some, could you imagine stuff, Quicken yeah. Loans going into our building and like dancing in our fucking front, lo- front like room? Like, <laughs> It'd be pretty tough. Down, yeah, like, that'd be yeah, a bad role. Yeah, we but. got that deal. <laughs> but uh, to kind of go back to that Oakland thing, uh, like our our uh, similarity, I would say it's like every time we win a deal over like uh, a Quicken or a Chase or whatever, that's like you know, it's a big uh, win. Yeah. It's like scoring against a big team. Well, when right? you take notice, and it, and it means more to you, and, and it means Everything more to your. Means that's, more. that's why yeah. that's why it means more to your clients because it means more to you, and you have to have these victories. You don't yeah. have a choice. You got to have the heart. You, you have to do it, or you go away, and and that's what yeah. it is. So, I mean, you you have to put that little bit of extra into everything you do. Well, there's mm-hmm. a, there's a certain level of hunger that you get from being sometimes the underdog. It drives that, you that you don't get sometimes being on the top. And where that banker at Chase or Quicken or whatever, right? It's just like, well, I have 
a hundred thousand other shots to <laughs> to do this year. Right, right? we're going to spend tens of millions of dollars. But that on one win means a lot to us, no question. Right, so it's it, it is a it is a much different different scenario yeah. for us in our position. Yeah, you have to win. Yeah, you do. We have to win. You guys going to win? We we hope so. Yeah, uh, we we really hope so. I mean, we don't we don't do this to lose. By so. the way, no. ne- ne- <laughs> yeah, no. by the way, I want everybody to know Neil's a pretty good golf. I mean, he looks like he's ready for golf. It's like fifty degrees outside. He's wearing shorts, but he honestly, you're you're a great golfer. Oh, thank you. You golf really well. That. You yeah. must golf a lot. Well, when you're a broadcaster, <laughs> you uh, you have some downtime in the summers. I mean, I, I still do the Detroit City FC games for Fox Sports Detroit. Do you really? Uh, yeah, those re- are fun. Yeah, recently I signed a deal with ESPN, so I, I go down to Florida a couple weekends a month and, and call national USL games for ESPN Plus. Nice. So so I do that. So that's cutting into my golf time a little bit. Oh. Uh, I played pretty well that day that that you and I played together. Um, but then again, I play well pretty much most of the time. Oh, there so. it is. Dude, you, I've, I've, I've never seen something that like, Neil is competitive, dude. You are. Yeah. yeah Neil is like, he's talking shit. He's like, he's <laughs> yeah. like, he's like, it was really, I think was, I've golfed four times ever in my life. Yeah. He's not a golfer. I'm a golfer. <laughs> but no, it was, it was fun to be around. Neil's kind of like the mayor. Like he was walking, shaking hands and kissing babies and then hitting stripes down the, down the, down the pipe. It was good, man. It was, yeah. it was a good day for us. No, it was fun being out with you. I hope we do that more as yeah. a matter of fact. Yeah. And going back to, by the way, Tom Lauer, good friend of the show. We, mm-hmm. we know him, the real team, real estate, good friend of the firm. Um, that's going to be a really good partnership for you guys. No, it is. I'm excited. And I went, uh, I, I went and got my real estate license as a matter of fact. I, I, this is a, an industry that, that I'm going to dabble in. I mean, sports broadcasting is is my main thing but i i just i like to be educated i like mm-hmm. to know what what's going on i like to be able to help people especially friends family those types yeah. of things and and that's why i've always that's why i've always maintained those relationships with tom with sal and, and everybody mm-hmm. like that it's not where we talk every day uh, our worlds are a little bit different but that's why i'm excited about it too a lot of these people that i deal with that i know Again, you brought it up. You talked about the quickens and the chases and things like that, where, where you're where you're a number on a computer screen. I right. mean, let, let's be honest about yeah. it. That's what you are. I know these people firsthand. I've, I've been to battle with these people before. Mm-hmm. When, when I when I give you a recommendation to deal with someone, it means more because I know them. I right. know their families. I know what they're about. I and you work with them. I've worked directly. with them. Not even necessarily. You know, they've shown me what they're all about, not even necessarily in the mortgage business before when they were laying their foundation to, to build their careers. I know what p- these people are about at their core. So when, when I give a recommendation to somebody who – and let's be honest about it too. If I give a recommendation to someone it doesn't work out, that hurts me professionally. You yeah. can't do that. Not just Google, in the mortgage industry. Google does not know Sal Cusimano. Right. Google does not know Tom Lauer. Neo, I mean – we might show up on there, right, and get a call off of it, which would be great for the client. But, you know, I feel like if you're in the market to buy a house, whether you're in the market to get your air conditioning fixed, things like that, right, you have to probably ask for referrals, a few of them if you want to vet it out. But uh, I feel like I get referred by multiple people for the same client once in a while, you know, and it's like you have you can't do that by uh, doing wrong by people. So that right? segues yeah. really well into my next topic is, uh, I, you know, this is good because I wanted to talk about... I may, I may try this broadcasting thing, This is thing, good. Yeah, I may, pre- I may pretty good go. at this. Yeah. So the segue is good. So basically I wanted to talk about like, look, techno- we talk about this all the time, but I want to, I think this is poignant is, you know, technology is becoming more and more prevalent in our industry and a lot of in- different things. And, you know, Zillow wants to be the one-stop shop where you do everything on their website. Even Quicken's trying to do it. There's a lot of places trying to be trying to remove the human element from the whole transaction of a of a home purchase. I don't see it going down like that because, dude, it's a pretty big transaction, right? I think technology should like be a tool that's used in con, con, like conjunction with 
like the human element. Um, and so we talk about this, like, I don't think we can replace today, at least the ability to have a very highly skilled individual walking you through a pretty complicated transaction. Yeah, no, I think it's, uh, I mean, short of paying your, your DTE or consumer's energy bill online very easily, right? Like if you're getting a mortgage and you call up, let's say, uh, Wells Fargo, right? Yeah. And you call up and, hey, what's your, what's your social security number? What's your, your account number? Well, thank you for reaching credit card services. And then you got to hit zero and then you got to get transferred to the front as opposed to picking up the phone and texting me or calling me and saying, hey, Sal. At 10 I need, o'clock at night. Yeah. I need to know. If, okay. Well, let me use the technology I have to see where you're at. Right. Right. As right. opposed to letting you fumble through that yourself. Yeah. Why don't you fill this out, dude, and talk to me in three weeks when you might or might not close. Yeah. It doesn't work. Right. Well, and, and my biggest thing with just being a consumer, and, and that's where I, I think I, I bring kind of a unique perspective is I've been on both sides of, of the mortgage and been on both sides of the real estate transaction now is, is that you don't want to have to deal with someone until you do. And then that's and right, that, right. That, that's really the biggest. You don't thing. need a parachute until you need a parachute. Until you need a parachute, right? I mean, mm-hmm. and that's and that's the way that it's going. The human element's never going to go away because you're going to have custom questions that you're going to mm-hmm. have to have answered about your specific situation that that doesn't pertain to everybody else. Not everybody else is buying the house on Briar Street. You are. So right. when you have questions about what's going on in that neighborhood and things like that. Your realtor, your mortgage people. You have to ask those questions specifically. So it's going to be a situation, yeah, as you talked about, you're always going to use the technology and it makes our lives a lot easier because you have information about an entire subdivision, an entire neighborhood, an entire area at your fingertips that you can find like that. With all that being said, when when John Q. Client has a question about their specific transaction, you have to be available to them and they're going to expect that. That's never going to go away. I don't think that's going away, man. And never. Every mortgage sell is – different it's dude it, yeah. like every single one like, the, well, like i think that where things are going is you know do you work for or own a mortgage company yourself or do you work for zillow right and are you that human interaction there as basically a customer service rep for their big technology platform right the Whether only play, the, the only play that or zillow or these big companies are going to have realistically is to cut their margins to a point where it's so cheap that people will will gravitate to save money to to basically not have cuz services to like a very white glove service type thing is you know it it costs more to do that because you know if you just do things through technology your margins going to be way lower if you do with 10,000 transactions right so the, there is going to be a population of people that that want to skimp out and like save some money and and not go through the normal protocol. But I feel like no matter when it's been or like whenever I've heard of those stories of people doing that, there's always issues because you know, and they end up calling me and being like, "I need your help." Even in like a mortgage transaction, when someone just like lists their house like for sale by owner, like a real estate agent friend always ends up doing that transaction well, for a, them. And it's an interesting time you know too I mean? because Absolutely. you know when when me and you were working over down in Detroit, basically. Um, rates were coming down, right? So there was a plethora it was, of it refis. Was the floor. Yeah, it was pretty well, much it was the floor. Time. So it was tons of refis where, right. you know, and, and technology where it was in, in 2010, 11, right? And where it's at in 2018 is way different. So it's an interesting time period, an inter- interesting shift with all of this technology that's progressed from then to now mm-hmm. with rates going up and there being no refis, mm-hmm. essentially. I mean, there are. They've dried but, up. But man. not a ton, right? right? So now it's this purchase market and seeing how, you know, companies are are doing that technology. And, and I've seen countless small brokerages charge basically nothing and try to automate the whole process and they're not in business. 
Because you know? their service, the reviews, they don't. And they're have not a, getting the business them itself. Because as a as a recommendation that someone gives out, like a real estate agent recommending a loan officer, are they? Gonna, well, hey, use Rocket Mortgage. You know, it's quick and easy, and we can. No, they want to know that if if that client is also writing on a house, that they're not wasting their time showing them, or that that deal won't blow up halfway through. Yeah, right? is that is that eighth of a percent in rate worth? Potentially not closing or not not, not knowing the process, right? Or it could end up costing you more money if you don't do it correctly, right? And, and that's the biggest thing I, I think that consumers really need to educate themselves when when you're when you're hitting the the real estate market or the mortgage market, whatever you're looking to do, buy, sell, refi, uh, get a mortgage, consolidate some debt, whatever you're trying to do. I think that's the single biggest thing that a client can do is is understand. The totality of everything, as you talked about, get educated with what one eighth of a percent means. Yeah, because people, you know, you guys fight. We, we, when I was at Quicken, you, you'd fight that battle with with clients, and and you guys, it will always be the nature of of this industry. An eighth of a percent in a mortgage. Get educated as to what that really costs, because right. if it's a situation where you're trying to decide where I'm going to go out on my own and do this to save an eighth of a percent, or I can just say, "Hey, Omega Lending." Can you guys handle this for me? I'm, I know what I'm going to do, right? Because I I have children and I have I want to play golf. And you have be a good life. At golf. You have I, a career. I want to beat Paul. Career. I want to beat Paul on the golf course. I got to go be in Miami. <laughs> no I'm doing that. I, I got to go be in Miami on Saturday. Like I don't have time to no, mess around no. with this, and it's worth an eighth of a percent for me. And you know, is that is that a quote unquote privileged attitude? I don't know. I, and I, it, to me, it's common sense. Well, I think. And above and beyond that, it, it's not done until it's done. So and so says this. I walked into my bank. You know, I've had people go to get their cashier's check, and they walk into Bank of America, and they're like, "Dude, look at the rates that they're posting here." I go, "Take a picture of that." Yeah, you know, and I'll I'll send it back with the highlight over like three points. Yeah, two and a half points due at closing. It's like it. it, Unfortunately, it's the mentality. Unfortunately for for the the business itself, it's so regulated, right? That it's impossible to be so far off. Or you'll be out of business. It won't work. Right? So it's like if you're getting a mortgage, work with someone who is going to take care of you because the eighth of a percent here or there, it, it doesn't really matter. In, in a matter of two days, a day, 24 hours, even change. the same day, the rate could go up or down if you don't lock in with that lender. And then now we're we're crying over spilt milk. You and, know, and to be fair, and to be fair for a refinance, I kind of get it because there's not there's boy, what's so funny? What happened? I don't know. I that that was like that. that was a term that was a term Sal used a lot. Did you, did you say spilled, chud? Spilled milk. No, spilled no, milk. Well, <laughs> no. We would call Sal a chud. Chud. Yeah. Can we yeah. talk a about chud. what a chud is real quick? Uh, I think it, it's noteworthy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would go, say go so. ahead, Sal. You, you okay. do it. You do it much what, more eloquently what, than I do. So uh, definition at, of at, a chud, so everybody understands. So so a chud is a cannibalistic humanoid underground dweller is the official term, but basically everyone could know what a chud is. You it know, sounds like it essentially, Basically, here, let's boil it down. If you do something stupid, you're a chud. Got yeah. it. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's just another it's just another term. Would, would, would that be like, like, could you say, hey, that was pretty chuddy? Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah absolutely. There, there's that? variations. I mean, Got there's it. past and present tense of it. You yeah. Know, he, he's, uh, yeah, he, that, that was a very chudded response like that a, you had. A chud <laughs> thing that would happen at the, the pizzeria would be, you know, the changes, let's say, uh, Four dollars back to the to the person, and I give them fourteen dollars. Right? Yeah. What a chud! What a chud! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's great. Thanks for using that. In a, yeah. In a, in a there's a there's a real life application. Yeah. All right. Next, Use it. Next topic.
You gotta move on. <laughs> it's it's kind of an inside thing. Yeah. Sorry, well, Paul. it's not anymore. Everybody's gonna well, everybody's gonna get it now. Now I feel better that I know what a chud is. <laughs> I, I've always, I've always wanted. Uh, I've been called that just, many times. The <laughs> delivery of it can be so good though. It's all about the delivery. Because yeah. if you're like, hey, chud. No, that no. doesn't work. It's like, what's up, chud? Like, keep moving, chud. <laughs> on the. <laughs> On the podcast. <laughs> All right. So uh, another topic I want to talk about. There's a lot of doom and gloom about everybody talking about the downturn and it's coming, recession, and people keep saying all this bad stuff about the market. Look, uh, it, I do think that there might be a correction. I don't. Th- I think people are just so used to like 2008, what happened then. They're like expecting the worst again. I don't see anything crazy like that. I was very like happy to see. Now, obviously, this is probably like uh, a little biased, but the CEO for Century 21 – thinks that we're actually poised really well in the housing market because he believes in the millennials starting to buy houses again. He believes that they're they're really poised. They're, they want to become homeowners, and there's a huge population of people that want to buy houses. And Sal, I'm kind of curious, in, in your opinion, and we see this a lot, a lot of clients that we work with are millennials. Yeah. And what I've noticed is they've got good-paying jobs, and because they saw 2008, a lot of them saved their money. Like they were like, screw it, I'm saving my money. I don't know what that, what's going to happen. Yeah, some of them. Uh, <laughs> I feel like it's hard to save money now. It's it's a lot harder to save money now than it was for previous generations. Maybe because they didn't have a thousand bullshit items to spend their money on. That's right? what like it is, though. Apple watches and and things like That's that. That's what but it like, is, though. That's what it really well, is. Well, and I think that the cost of things are much higher as well. I mean, we we say this quite a bit. I mean, a car now, you know, if you want to get a decently equipped car, you're spending what forty grand, right? And between thirty and forty, no doubt. And, you need a used car for ten. Yeah, but I'm just saying. I'm just, saying, I'm just going back and. Back in time, Paul, to where you know a car maybe costs twenty five. Yeah, simpler much time. simpler oh, times. And granted, you made a less. Neon but for thirteen k. If you do, there you, go. you remember those days. Well, let's say you make eighty thousand a year, right? And you go and you buy or lease a forty thousand dollar Cadillac, right? Which you could easily, if you make eighty grand a year, you could buy a forty thousand dollar car and you know afford that monthly payment. Yeah, right. But that's half your income. Back in the seventies, you didn't make five grand a year. You know. Because a car was twenty five hundred, you might I have made fifteen. I, 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 whatever, I get what you're right? saying. But I get what you're saying. It's just the yeah the scales. Of, well, with all that being said, and I'm very blown. Granted, cars are much better now. Yeah, but all that being said, I'm blown away. Sometimes I'll, I'll meet someone that makes forty five thousand a year, and they've been able to save x amount of dollars. I'm like, man, I don't know how you did it. They're just frugal. Or they're, I believe that we live yeah, in a world well, of they're, gluttony. They're, be- they're be- Well, they're better educated now too. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it, it's always a, a constant evolving thing where you you made the, the good point where you talked about they saw what happened in 2008. They saw what happened in 2009. And they also saw what happened in 2003. They've seen both ends of it. And, and they understand. See, what they, they did this weird thing where they looked at what happened, learned from it, and then applied the knowledge. Like it's really weird. I know. But it's weird. Yeah. But concept. as a millennial my, myself, Bare, uh, barely, I feel like a lot of expectations – that you would think would happen through normal life based upon the previous generations just didn't happen, right? I'm going to go to school. I'm going to get good grades. I'm going to go to college. I'm going to come out. I'm going to have a badass job crunching spreadsheets for 70K a year. And by the time I'm 30, I'll probably be, you know, making six I'll figures. Have a pension. And, and, hey, maybe that did work out, but a lot of people went to school. They did this. They're making 45 grand yeah, a year and 60K they have 70,000 yeah. in student loans, yeah. you know? And it's like, I don't know necessarily if that's something that uh, you can fault to them or, or our education system or anything like that, it's more or less probably a shift in the way things are going 
as far as the world economy goes and technology and that human touch being replaced by technology, right? But as, I do think as a, as a society that we have become very gluttonous and spoiled. Like, Oh, there's no $5 cups of coffee. Like, and, right, yeah. like my parents. Every day. I every day. That's what I'm saying. Every day. You don't need to do that. You can brew a cup for a dollar, right? And I love it. Yeah, we we're gluttonous, right? I have, a, <laughs> I have a cleaning lady to clean my house. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't need that. Like, I have I have Netflix. I don't need that. I've got cable. I don't need that. Like, my parents, you know, when when it's cold outside, I put on the heat, full blast. When it's hot outside, I put on the air conditioning, full. Blast. I'm just I'm just a spoiled. But you're an absolute kid. chud if you don't know what Ozarks is. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know? right. So, right. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of like yeah, it's it's a it's a double edged. You don't want to be a chud. A degree, That's what but, it is. Right. Well, well, the the moral of the story, I think, Paul, is this: is that. It's it's not just what you say, and Sal. It's not just what you say. It's it's mm-hmm. a combination of For factors, sure. and and, yeah. and the real estate market is another thing. We become, and this goes along the lines of what you talked about, Paul. We become such a specialized society, and, and when I say that, I mean, look, when spring rolls around, that inventory shrinks, mm-hmm. and now we're getting into fall. Everybody settles into their routine and everything. The kids go back to school. Now everybody pulls back, pulls their house off for sale. The the inventory rises there there's 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 not as there's not as, as many buyers that are that are out there in the fall and the winter it's just not yeah. it, it's become such a specialized mm-hmm. society we do things when we do things look at sporting attendance mondays and tuesdays you can shoot a cannon in those stadiums no but nobody goes to dodger games Watch on mondays and tuesdays no but fridays and saturdays the fireworks are in there it becomes an event they're about it they'll they'll roll out and they'll be it's there it's on their terms yeah it's on exactly it's and on that's, their terms. and and that's i think we're seeing that spread across the board in everything as i talked about in real estate uh the way we spend our our money socially the way we spend our time socially we we become with the advent of social media, we become an event society now where it's everything's it's on demand. Everything's on demand. And again, just to put it into sporting terms, a, a Red Wings game on Tuesday night against the Florida Panthers doesn't carry the same weight that the Golden State Warriors on a Friday night playing right. the Pistons. Why carries. not go to B-Dubs, spend 40 bucks on wings and watch the game? Right? Why not do that? No, yeah. but uh, you know, <laughs> no, but that's just, what I'm saying. No that's one's like, going to go. That's on what that, people think, right? Yeah, on that Tuesday night against the Florida Panthers, what's exciting about that? There's, there's, I can't even tell you a player on the Florida Panthers. Yeah, but Short Durant, on. Durant, and Steph Curry are coming to town. Oh, I'm yeah. about it. Let's oh, go. Yeah. We'll hit the brewery. We'll, we'll do all that. You know, we're, we're, we're going to gas it up, man. We're going to go out there and do it big. But that's, that's the way our society has become, and that permeates into real estate. That permeates into mortgage. That permeates into consumerism. All that stuff. Well, I it's mean, like baseball, right? You've got this long season. Back in the day, you'd had people sitting in the stands, t- had their scorecards out. I mean, they, I mean, there's still people that do it, but just very far, far in between. Like following a full, <laughs> full baseball season from start to finish is pretty tough. There's a lot of games, right? Oh, I mean, if you're a season ticket holder to, to a baseball team, God bless you. I mean, I, I don't mm-hmm. understand, especially now. And Paul, you and I are in a similar uh, state right now, where you have kids. I mean, the game of baseball, and and I've I've been a baseball. I played little league growing up, loved baseball, still do watch it, still do enjoy it. But I'll be honest with you, and and I've talked about this on talk radio. You so so let me get this straight. I live in Washington Township, which is or Royal Oak or wherever I live, over on the west side, wherever I live. I'm about forty five minutes from the ballpark. So you expect me realistically to get my two two kids together, my two sons together, get us together. We'll leave at 11 to get down to the park, park somewhere, get in the stadium about 1230, grab something to eat, spend three, three and a half hours watching the ball game. Then you expect me to get back in the car and go back home. Next thing I know, it's 536 o'clock. And that's want, not, that's not that realistic. 70 times. Yeah, <laughs> right? that's, yeah. That's not, you can't expect that. That's not realistic no. for anyone to do. No. And that's, again, 
that's the that's the advent of our society and and it's all event based. Now, if the if the Dodgers are in town and it's a Friday night, okay, you know, I'll do it once. Right. But I mean, just to expect that on a Tuesday night, it's yeah, not realistic. I don't, I don't, nobody has the time for that anymore. No. Do you nobody. think that they'll and I know this would be incredibly logistically hard, right? But do you think that the schedules of games will be shifted at some point? Uh, absolutely. Yeah. To, uh, absolutely. More towards the weekends or, hey, it might make more sense to open up another stadium or another I think arena baseball's got to cut back and run it all games. weekend. Yeah, well, I mean, I the baseball season is too long. Dude. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know about necessarily. I just think you need the games to go quicker. And and look, let's let's just let's Can't just say that. Let's that's blasphemous. Let, let, let's just cut the shit about it. All right. The reason baseball games are so long is because there's three minutes of commercials between every inning. Yeah. That's why. Yeah. It's it's not the pace of play. It's not guys stepping on the batters. People have been doing that since the beginning of a time. In the seventies and eighties, there was maybe a minute, minute and a half of commercial time. Now there's three minutes. You got to you got to pay the you got to pay the coffers, but. but yeah, so that's where you need to figure it out. You just, right. you need this thing to move. If you cut if you cut that down, you know you're saving thirty minutes. If you can get that game under three hours, I'm in there. I, I do I do games at Jimmy John's Field in Utica. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they and they have they have a rule that no inning will start after two hours and forty five minutes. They're their only the United Shore yeah, professional yeah, yeah. baseball. Should call league. it rules rule. Yeah, well they they so they can make their own rules, and it's been interesting to see once they implemented that. It, their attendance has stayed strong. Everything's been going. well. It's actually doing really well. I was yeah. surprised. I'm very surprised by yeah. that. Yeah, it, it's way. it's doing well. It's it's a it's a concept that they're looking to replicate in different places, and that's why. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's not it's not hard. It's not hard to figure out. It's hard to do, but it's not hard to figure out. Neil, do you want to give out your information? If anybody, do you have your real estate license? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah give went out in your there info. this summer. Got it. Um, actually, you can you can follow me on social media. I'm getting ready to put out. This is actually uh, breaking news here because oh. uh, I, I've actually inked a deal to become the official spokesman for Real Team Real Estate. I haven't made that public until nice. right here on the Inside Real Estate po- a podcast. I, I, I'm the official spokesman for Real Team Real Estate. We've reached a deal on that. I'm going to be putting some stuff out on social media in the very near future. So follow me on Twitter at Neil Rule, uh, at N E A L R U H L, uh, Facebook as well. Very the, funny the guy on there, by the way. Yeah, it's you like, know, I, I, you do some good stuff. I don't take this stuff too serious. Man. Yeah, like, you, it, it, it is what it is. Uh, on the gram as well, Neil underscore Rule. So yeah, give me a follow on social media and I'll be putting some information out there. And again, it's different for me with Real Team because I've, I've, I've worked with Tom Lauer in the past and everything that they do. I, that man, you know, indirectly kind of helped save my broadcasting career. Yeah, um, I remember he told he told me about you a yeah. long time ago. So I mean, yeah. that's I I will I'll trust that man till till the end of the earth with with anything. I so. I, I love Tom. He stood at my wedding. We've been good partners. Yeah, he's an asshole. Oh well, yeah. No, no, no. no, no I'll, I'll, the setting. So uh, <laughs> he op- like I was we were working together. We I have a mortgage company. He did, he opened a mortgage company. I'm like, dude, really? He's like, I had to do it, bro. I love him though. That's uh, it doesn't matter. But if you're listening, Tom, man, jabs in the dark. Well, but this but this goes dead. back to it too. Like with you guys and Omega Lending, you know, Sal, I know Sal from from when he was a kid. Way back. Yeah. yeah. I was like, from when he was, was a, a kid. little chud, yeah, he was a little <laughs> chud. Now he's a big chud, but not not, <laughs> yeah. when, not when it comes to the lending game, though. Yeah. That that is the one thing that he is. Good he is at. not he's, chuddy on the lending. Yeah, he's There's seasoned. No, yeah, uh, he he's he's seasoned. He's he's like a, a deposit, a mortgage deposit. He's we, seasoned. He's yeah. been sitting All around right. for a while. We used to just launch the can. Okay, okay, nobody cares. Okay, we gotta go. <laughs> so uh, a few more things before, like two things I want to wrap up with. Uh, Sal, give me a wrist check real quick. No, come on, come on, let's keep Go, it moving, Paul. Uh, yeah, come on, give me a wrist check. 
No. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right. Well, that goes that part, that bit. Um, yeah, sorry. Yeah, you weren't, you weren't into that. Yeah. Um, another thing I just really wanted to touch on. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So uh, can I ask you guys, like, did you guys see Elon Musk smoking the pot on the Drill yeah. Oregon show? I, I did. I, I heard that the Air Force is looking into that now because he has uh, he has clearance. Oh, no. Yes, yes, he has clearance. Yes. So now that may be an issue because he's he's a quote unquote drug user now that that may put his uh, his security clearance at risk. Wouldn't you? What I mean, he, he I mean listen, zero you're, fucks, like, well, no, but let's let's break this down, right? You're the you are the one of the biggest figures in public society right now for what you're doing, trying to advance. And mind you, whether it's right or wrong. How dumb! You're in a podcast, Joe Rogan's podcast too. One of the it's biggest the ones. Biggest There's other people in I the room it, and yeah, cameras. I, I think it's second to to inside real estate. If number two, right behind. I think they slide in right behind right us. Behind. Yeah, but that, I mean, why would you do that? I mean, I I don't know because he's a chud. Yeah, uh, he he. Dude, why don't you do I, that in the car on the way there? He's and he's a fucking genius. The car he? drives itself. <laughs> What the you chud? So yeah. just just I mean uh, it doesn't matter what you do or who you, I mean when there's I you're the fucking CEO of like the, of the largest like this he's like sending people well, to the and, moon and stuff. ultimately right to personally right I mean if if he's being selfish be like, I think he's whatever it. I'll get back on my self driving Tesla and smoke another one and go home right yeah, he, but he has millions of people. And he's that lo- he's losing it. Man. An ideal, I mean, yeah. Whatever. He's losing uh, it. No, so, I mean, hey, whatever. I just, I just thought it was interesting. I want to touch on it. So that's it. That's our show, man. Uh, it, How it did was you awesome. feel? No, it, it was great being here. I, yeah. I love it. It's uh, was it wasn't chuddy. <coughs> no, no. Other than other than Sal's, you know, moments yeah. of chudness. Yeah, but, uh, right. They're, they're few and far between. <laughs> no, but no. It, it was could, it was great. And as a, as a guy that does this for a living, it's nice to sit in this chair and have you stay yeah. for a change. There I like that. I like that. <laughs> Uh, thank you for listening, everybody. Um, obviously, subscribe. Jessica, can you get tell, can tell everybody how to do it again? Get back um, on there. Yeah, go to podcasttrait.com, SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, anywhere you find your podcasts. I appreciate that. Absolutely. iTunes, Inside Real Estate. Click subscribe. You're in there. You never have to worry about it again. Ever. I love that. I don't, I, I'm not. I'm going to have you on every show. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you for listening. Have a wonderful week. We'll see you next week. Well, see you later.